Boys and girls, Mel Herbert here. It's, uh, you know, Tung Tesla. Uh, this is the Elon Daily part of that show. It's kind of a network of shows. It's October 9th, 2019. It's a Wednesday. And let me start with a feel-good story, shall we? Let's just start there. Do you know this guy called uh, Kipchoge? Kipchoge is uh, a man from Kenya, and he is going to attempt to run a sub-two-hour marathon. And if you know anything about running, you know that this is the holy grail of human achievement. So, Elliot Kipchoge is the greatest marathon runner of all time. He is no doubt the GOAT, the greatest of all time. He's an Olympic champion. He holds the world record, both the official world record and an unofficial, even faster world record. And in two weeks, he's going to try and break two hours. Now, this is not going to be an official world record because he's actually going to have paces and some other stuff. But this is exactly analogous to what Roger Bannister did all those years ago when he broke the four-minute mile. Just as Roger Bannister understood, this is a psychological barrier at this point. Two hours in the marathon is a psychological barrier. Once you break that, then people are going to be able to break it more and more and more. When Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile, it was even just a few days, maybe weeks, till the next person, then the next person, then the next person. So this is kind of a big deal. I actually met Elliot Kipchoge this summer because um, our friends live in Kenya and uh, we've got basically they're our family and we work in a palliative care hospital and my son's a runner and he was running with uh, one of the local Kenyans there who happened to be friends with Kipchoge and I got to tell you he almost died when he met him so you know he's inspirational he's a humble guy and I just wanted to give you the heads up that it's happening in the next week or so and so you want to check your feeds if you want to watch that live it's going to be amazing if he can do it the speed with which he's going to run is somewhere around four minutes 30 per mile, which even the most elite high school and college athletes have a really hard time doing. He's going to do it for 26 miles in a row. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's your feel-good story. We all need something to strive for. We all need something that suggests that you know humans can do quite magical things. If he can break it, even under these circumstances with paces and stuff, it will be amazing. And you want to get a chance to see them because some people consider him the greatest athlete of any type of all time. And he probably will only race one more time after this. If it works, if he breaks it, he'll probably run the marathon um, next year in Tokyo and then retire. And that will be said. But let's, talk, but let's talk about Tesla, shall we? First of all, let's talk about fast, free supercharging. Would you like that? Would you like that? Well, you can get something like that from Volta. Volta is a group here that does... And has done for about, you know, nine years, level two free charging. So Volta has this model where they put up a charging station. Obviously, they get some kickbacks from, say, the Safeway or some other store to put them up there really cheaply. And then they do targeted advertising and they're able to give away the service for free. This is kind of amazing. This is kind of like going to the local supermarket and then giving you free gasoline for your car. It's kind of bizarre. The reason they can do it, obviously, with electricity is that it's a lot cheaper than gas. And so Volta is actually going to start doing this with DC, fast charging, from 50 to 100 kilowatts with CCS charges. So again, I'm not exactly sure of how the business model works. You know, they do the targeted advertising. They obviously get some help from the people whose, you know, store that they're going to put this thing in front of. But anyway, I hope it works and I hope they do a lot of it because it'll be pretty cool, again, for those people who can't charge at home who go to the store for an hour and instead of giving 20, 30 miles of range, 
they could get, you know, 100 or 200 miles range because they're using a fast DC charger. That would be particularly helpful and free. And it actually might push Tesla, if this becomes very common, it might push Tesla to put a CCS charger in their cars. They do in Europe because that's sort of uh, the standard. And they were told you need to put on not just your Tesla charger, but a CCS charger. It'd be pretty cool if this really becomes a thing that's everywhere that uh, Teslas could get in on the action as well, that they, instead of having what is right now a very expensive uh, adapter that you could just plug straight in CCS charger or your Tesla charger, that would be huge. That would be big. What would be? It will be large. Now, let's talk about the cleanest cities in America. Now, there's a lot of different ways to do what's the cleanest city. But one of the ways to do it is how much renewable energy is coming into your electricity supply, for example. This is an article, I think, from Treehugger that goes through uh, lots of the cleanest cities in the U.S. and ranks them. And let's just do the top 10. And I want you to notice something here. The most clean city, San Francisco, California. Number two, San Diego, California. Number three, Irvine, California. Number four, Washington, D.C. Number five, San Jose, California. Number six, Seattle, Washington. Number seven, Fremont, California. Number eight, Sacramento, California. Number nine, Portland, Oregon. Number 10, Oakland, California. So heads up to uh, the West Coast. California is trying to green, green, green itself. It's got pretty, you know, a good mix of renewables in the electricity supply right now. They're trying to improve it all the time. I think they're up to or close to 50%. I think it depends on the time of the day, but about 50% and they want to push it to 100%. So California, for all that is good and all that is bad about you, this is great. And this is important if you're doing a lot of your driving on electricity and you can't make your own renewable energy, it's good to know that California is a place that has a lot of renewable energy in the mix. So therefore, your car is driving pretty clean. And the more they clean up the grid with more and more renewables, the cleaner your car gets. It's something that Elon has talked about a lot. You can't make your ice car cleaner two years after you bought it. But if the grid that you're charging your electric car gets cleaner, then your car gets cleaner. It's pretty cool. Now, do you like to pull a good trailer? Oh, yeah, a lot of people like to pull a trailer and they like to go on the little vacations and they like to take their EVs. But, you know, which EV is the best? Well, the Norwegian EV Association and those Norwegians, they know some stuff when it comes to EVs and when it comes to trailers. So they took a Model X, a Mercedes-Benz EQC and the Audi e-tron and they drove them around a lot and they drove them around a lot without the trailers and then with the trailers. And then they said, which is the most efficient car for pulling a trailer? And guess who won? That's right, Model X. The Model X, S and 3 actually, are all sort of the most efficient in their class or close to it. Now, I think that's true. I think they're most efficient in their class for full EVs. And even when you add a trailer, they still remain best in class. Even though pulling a trailer, as you can imagine, significantly reduces your range. You know, as much as as a half the range... When you put a trailer on there, there's that extra weight, there's that extra, you know, wind resistance. So it's a big deal. It's true in your gas car as well, of course. And, you know, you're getting 20 miles a gun, you're only going to get 10 after you put that big puppy on there. But the Model X was the best. And actually, I'm going to spin this as another reason why Tesla should offer, should offer people with extra cash and the need to have bigger batteries. Because if you put a big battery in, like a 400-mile range, 500-mile range, and then you put a trailer on, you can still have some pretty good range. So uh, Tesla, there's another reason that you should give us bigger batteries and make us pay for it.
Now, I've been talking about autopilot and trucks. I'm a to cat driver, terrible driver and also very afraid. And when I'm driving an autopilot and it's taking me right down the center of the lane and I'm going past a big semi-trailer, I do not like that. I want it to move over to the left. I want it to move over to the left as far as it can without crashing into the people in front of it. Well, there is now a video by Scott Kubo that says uh, that's what the latest edition of the autopilot is doing. It's moving the cars way away from what it renders as a very big truck. I like this. I think this is going to make it a lot easier to drive. I'm going to turn off autopilot a lot more if this happens. I think you need the latest version, the latest, latest version. I'm not sure I have it, but I will report back if I start seeing that. That would be huge. That would be large. That would be big. Let's finally talk about noises. Farting noises. Yes, there's farting noises from inside the Tesla, either from you, your passengers, or from the Tesla itself, because it's got some nice Easter eggs. But now in 2020 here in the US, EVs that are going less than 20 miles an hour are going to have to make some external sound because they want to make it safe for pedestrians. You've seen this. You're driving along slowly in your EV and people just cannot hear you. And they're waving, you know, walking in front of the car or they're driving their bike in front of the car because they just don't know you're there. So I think this is actually a good idea. And, you know, they want to have some noise. And Elon has said, well, we're going to do fun noises like the coconuts, cluck, 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 of uh, like a horse that's click clopping like from Monty Python. And they're also going to do fart sounds. That's right, fart sounds, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I think this is going to open up a brave new world. If they open source this, if there's not too many restrictions on what the noises should be, sure, there'll be a restriction on how loud it can be. But this will be fun. This will be great. This will be huge. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Mel Hurt. The show is Elon Dale. It's part of the Talking Tesla Network of Shows. Go and give us a rating and review. We're going to do a Patreon. No, we're going to do a big show, a large show, a grand show this weekend. Probably come out on Tuesday, as my guest. Until then, be safe, be well. Talk to you tomorrow. Hurry up.